Hey Kyle, I have a question for you. Yeah. What is the match? That's a great question. Hey everybody, welcome back to MWIT, Emergency Medicine, What Is That? In this bonus series, we talk about things you probably should know, but might not, like uh, lines and, and tubes and how all of those work, or, uh, hey, what about uh, match? How does the match work? Let's find out. Let's find out. We'll be talking about the dates uh, specifically to 2021, but know that there is a specific week in March. I believe it's the third week in March. Yes, I also believe that that is it. Hi, what's the match? The match is how medical students are assigned residency programs after interviewing for residency and ranking programs. We talked all about this in our first episode of how to become an EM doctor, but you finally get to match week itself, which is typically the third week of March. So the way the week starts is at 11 a.m. Applicants will get an email that says either you fully matched, you partially matched, or you are fully unmatched. And this is that Monday, right? Yes, Monday at 11 a.m. So matched means you matched into a residency program at uh, somewhere on your rank list. It doesn't tell you where. Fully unmatched means you did not match to any program at all, whether it's a categorical or preliminary position. Partially unmatched means that you may have either matched at like just a prelim program or just a categorical program without one of the other two. So some specialties require a prelim year of medicine or surgery or a transitional year like ophthalmology, neurology, dermatology, anesthesiology. So you may have just matched into a prelim medicine year and not an actual three-year categorical anesthesia spot. Or maybe you just matched into an anesthesia spot, but not a prelim spot. That's what partially unmatched means. It can be a little confusing. Yeah, I think anesthesia is probably one of the best examples. The way anesthesia works is you have to do a prelim year in either medicine or surgery or a transitional year. And then you do three years of anesthesia. Right. And so there's a possibility that you only match into a categorical position of the three years of anesthesia, and then you're unmatched for your prelim year. Or or you could match to the prelim year and be unmatched into an anesthesiology categorical program. There are also categorical versus transitional prelim years, which makes it more confusing. We're not going to get into that. Right. All right. So Monday, you find out whether at Monday at 11, you find out whether you matched, you partially matched, or you did not match. Yes. Okay. All right. And then also at 11 a.m., programs learn if they filled all of their spots or if they have spots open still, unfilled, that they then have to figure out how to fill. How do they do that, Armon? Like Kyle said, programs find out on that Monday whether they filled all their spots or not. And if they didn't, then this process called the SOAP or the Supplemental Offer and Acceptance Program, that starts to get rolling. That starts right away at 11 a.m. when the programs find out whether they didn't uh, fill all their spots. Um, So at 12 p.m., and this is all in Eastern time, by the way, um, at 12 p.m. on that Monday, SOAP applicants, the people who found out that they didn't match, um, they can start preparing applications And then basically you'll be going through ERAS again, which we've already talked about. Um, And then at three o'clock, the programs can start reviewing those applications on ERAS. Um, Whereas before you had your entire year, a third year 
to prepare your ERAS application to send it on into the world in like September or October. Now you have three hours. That's exciting. All right. So at 3 p.m., programs can start reviewing those applications. Um, And then on Tuesday, um, the next day at 1130, programs can start creating preference lists. So for match in February, students create these rank lists, right? So they rank programs according to which ones they want to go to, uh, you know, top to bottom. And then programs do the same thing. And we'll talk about the match algorithm briefly in a little bit. But basically the same thing happens here, except that only one side does it. This time the programs create preference lists or rank lists and the applicants don't do that. That's on Tuesday at 11.30. And then on Wednesday, the fun begins. Um, These separate SOAP rounds start. So SOAP round one starts at 11.55 a.m. Eastern time. And that's basically the deadline to certify the program's list for uh, how they're going to rank applicants. And then at 12 p.m., it's just this system where basically you interview quickly with a program and then you interview, I'm guessing, with a whole bunch of programs. I don't actually know. Uh, there's, a, there's a good diagram on their site that shows how a SOAP round works. So like if a program has however many positions unfilled, they offer that number of positions to however to the people on their rank list. So if they have two unfilled positions, they'll extend an offer to the top two applicants on their rank list that they submitted. And then whoever those applicants are can then accept those. And if those two applicants accept those positions, then that program is done and those applicants are also done. If neither of those people accept that position, then the next two people on their rank list are sent the offer in the next round. If one of them accepts it and the other one doesn't, then they now have just one unfilled spot that one applicant has done. And then they have one unfilled spot and that one spot will then be offered to the next person on their list for the next round. Yeah. And this is incredibly stressful for both sides and is all happening within about two hours from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And then at 2.05 p.m., the list of unfilled programs gets updated in the R3 system. And the R3 system is basically what manages all this stuff. It's the registration ranking and results system. And that's SOAP round one. That ends at 2 o'clock or 2.05 p.m. Eastern time. And then you get another round. So you have the exact same thing happen. And then it starts at 2.55 p.m. um, where you have the deadline to modify and recertify the program preference list. And then at 3 p.m., another round starts. And that goes until 5 p.m. That's two hours. And then that round ends at 5 p.m. And that's Wednesday. And then you have Thursday. On Thursday, round three begins at 9 a.m. And then goes until 11 a.m. And then the last round for 2021, they added another round, likely due to everything happening with the pandemic and its effect on the residency application. They added a round four. And that round four starts at 12 p.m. on Thursday and then goes for two hours and ends at 3 p.m. And then SOAP officially ends at 3 p.m. on Thursday. Finally made it to the big day, which is Friday, which is match day. So this year, obviously, because of COVID, there's no in-person celebrations, events, whatever. So they just send you an email at noon that tells you where you matched. (laughs) Wait, really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You open the email up, it says, congratulations, you've matched at whatever program. Unceremonious. Yeah. In other years, usually medical schools do their own celebration, whatever, where everyone gets an envelope that they get to open at noon and you get to open it and find out and then have a big old party with your friends and family. And then you'll also get an email at 1 p.m. They changed all that to just you get it at noon and 
that's it. Yep. And then you know your life for the next three to five years. That's right. But this whole system is actually, this algorithm matching applicants to programs is Nobel Prize winning, this whole thing. Um, and it's all based on this uh, this mathematical problem called the stable marriage problem. Have you heard of that, Kyle? Mm-hmm. You're never surprised by anything I talk about. <laughs> all right. Well, the stable marriage problem is that I, I've heard it best explained um, if you've ever played Pokemon, Kyle, any of those games. I mean, technically, yeah, but not really. All right. Well, in the beginning of the game, you have to choose one of three Pokemon. And the idea behind the match is we can kind of kind of extrapolate that from that where each of the applicants has a preference list right we have a rank list we rank let's say there are three programs to rank and there are three applicants and one of the applicants ranks at you know three two one or two one three whatever right and then programs have a a rank list as well Um, what i've heard is that the applicants have the preference here but the idea is is that you need to match each person with a program so that they are not incentivized to make their own match with a different program that will benefit them more than the match um, algorithm would. So for example, if me and Kyle were applying to a program and then we matched to, let's say a program, I, I matched to a program that Kyle would rather go to. And then Kyle matched to a program that I would rather go to. The issue there is that, well, why don't we just switch programs? Especially if the programs themselves are like, yeah, we would rather have the other person. So the match algorithm was made to avoid that. That's the stable marriage uh, problem or equation or whatever. Um, it's Nobel Prize winning. I don't know the actual equation and I don't think a lot of people do. It's very, very complicated. Um, but the algorithm, it seems like mostly works most of the time. I think there's a statistics I saw that was like a 70 to 80% of people get matched within their first three, uh, within their top three programs. So generally it works pretty well. And then this equation, this this algorithm is made even more complicated by the fact that people's, people can couples match too, in which both couple, uh, like both people in the couple, I believe they have one rank list, correct? Yeah. That's definitely makes things more complicated. Regardless, the match algorithm is very complicated, but we basically covered the timeline for match week and how the match algorithm works. There's a great video that we can put in the show notes that explains the match algorithm a lot better than I just did. And uh, we'll do that. Oh, and this this actually circles back very well to the first MWIT is in that um, on June, sometime in June, ERAS shuts down for us, like our class, and we'll open up to the next generation of people going into residency. Look at that. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. You know how Match works now and how Match Week works. And like every episode of MWIT, I don't know how to end this. So I'm just going to Google how how to end a podcast. We know how Match works, but we don't know how to end a podcast. That's right. If you know how to end a podcast... Email us at emjccast at gmail.com. We also have a website you can check out at emjccast.com. Okay, I found one. I found a way to end our show. Okay. This one is from stephaniemurphyvoice.com. It says, this is a a great way to end it. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Or if you're on Spotify, click the follow button. Uh, I only know for Apple Podcasts and Spotify because that's the only things that I use. So if you're on some other service, press whatever equivalent button that is. Uh, This podcast is made possible by stephaniemurphyvoice.com for creating this outro for us. (laughs) Also made possible by my dad for um, unknowingly letting us sign into his professional Zoom account. And also by Armand and myself. Thank you for your support. 
Now back to the show. Oh, shoot. What? Uh, <laughs> what did no, I just dude, read? you messed up. That's not an outro. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, cut that ladder, little bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 Look at that.